0: Yo, you're listening to the Money Monopolizers podcast, helping you take control of your financial destiny. It's about time that we invest more in our financial literacy and work towards building generational wealth. If you think you're ready to do the same, then you've come to the right place.
1: Alex, Marlon, y'all ready? Let's get this bread.
0: What's good, everybody? Salas, can we here? We are back with episode 150 of the Money Monopolizers podcast. I'm here with my co-host Marlon Walls. Marlon, how you doing today?
1: uh doing a static i think i said that last time and <laughs> I ain't nothing changed because i bet
0: <laughs> actually uh
1: talking to my dad earlier and he has closed the deal so we have two new cars added to the fleet as, uh-huh. as of right now and that's all thanks to um going to that conference that you uh, last about. yep a couple weeks ago i talked about the, well talk talk about the, a couple weeks ago we had, i went to a conference and um learned pretty much from all the like industry experts about how to navigate the rental car business and like really start building up our fleet yeah got a lot of different strategies and we're implementing just we're going to implement multiple of them and we just saw the fruits of it literally just now so my dad he went to the dealership um he got two two cars i'm gonna do the same when i get back Um uh, probably gonna be on like a monday though or like a i guess weekday when i when i get back though and we're gonna really start running it up i think one of my major things now is making sure that our staff understands what's gonna happen Because they kind of I mean, they've been here like since April, since we got that first onslaught of cars and they kind of got used to how things have been. But now it's like really important to emphasize like the basics and understand that attention to detail is going to be very important because the things that we were able to get away with at twenty may not be able you may not be able to get away with those at forty or fifty, mm-hmm. and so things are going to happen faster, and so they have to be prepared for that. I think that's a big thing that um, I've been thinking about as we uh, get ready to to go on this journey with them.
0: Are you plan on uh, increasing your size of the staff soon?
1: no. So I I brought them on with the intention to be able to okay. handle. More. 50
0: to 60 cars
1: just with those with those people. Yeah. Like they re- they really I, I guess you can call it like being overpaid for the time that right, they've right, had. Right. There. Right. So yeah. now they should be able. So actually somebody actually mentioned this to me at the um event. They said you the g- a good hard metric is that you can have. I was just
0: about to say that.
1: A good metric for employee to car ratio is 20. Oh. It's 20 to 1. Like you can have 20 cars for each employee and that's like a solid number. So my goal is kind of to get like toward that 50 mark and then we'll start looking for our next person to bring on right. to right right and i right. think we'll definitely be able to run run it that way and i think it's, a lot of things are going to change in regards to how we are going to um structure our day-to-day basis of work because we because now we've been doing every single day that we're open but now we may have to get like a, a, a legit business hours and stuff like that because at this point it's going to be too mu- too much to manage when they're both off right like right now we have one person working on weekends one person works on on like a certain weekdays when it's slow but it may like during the evenings it may be too many cars coming back that we have to turn over and that's usually evenings are safe for me and my dad right and I'm like that may not be possible we ain't gonna turn over 30 cars alone (laughs) right so I can't I'm so we had to make some changes but that's a good this is like a good problem to have in business yeah that's
0: exciting though definitely because it's like you can see the potential for where it's going based Mm -hmm. off of kind of where it's at now. Yep. And that's also a really good uh, thing to know in your business as far as employees um, per whatever. It could be employees per amount of sales, employees per amount of vehicles, all these things. I think that's a good thing to know. I mean, you can't really know that until kind of you get to that point as far as like when you get to that point in your business where you're able to actually scale up where you need outside help. Mm -hmm. But that's actually a very important thing to know generally moving forward if you do want to scale.
1: It actually really is because um, a lot of people may may be fearful of bringing on more people. Like after they feel like once you've hired one person you've solved that problem forever. But what you don't realize is that you can scale beyond just you and the the new employee. Like, now you may need to bring on more people to support the first employee. And so it's just understanding that as your business grows, uh, so will your outreach. Like you Try try to imagine Jeff Bezos hiring one person to go do all the deliveries (laughs) for all of Amazon. Like, you you still reach a cap at some point. Like, there's going to be some point where you cannot, uh, where both of y'all alone cannot do, do it all by yourself.
0: Oh, yeah, 100% definitely get to that sooner than you think
1: yep and, i mean if you're on a, on that trajectory of like saying i'm about to have massive growth financial freedom like it you don't get that by being small you have to think of it a lot bigger to really obtain it
0: yeah yeah that's real
1: yep um, how, how everything been on your end bro
0: <clears throat> it's been good man i think um you know this episode is going to release in october that's true and uh first week be of october q4 <sighs>
1: That's crazy.
0: Officially, <laughs> once we release this one, so three months left in the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, I feel like I say it every week, but the year flies by, man. Every time we record, it's like a, a whole nother month has passed. Honestly. Actually, literally. It, it actually, really actually is does like what that. happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, it's just kind of crazy to see, first of all, how far everything that we've been doing has come and also how far, you know, we still have to go. Um, but just in like in regards to like this podcast, I mean, this is now 150 episodes. That's three years of podcasting officially three mm-hmm. years of episodes. Well, technically 156, you're right, <laughs> but you know, it's close enough. Like 150 episodes is, is, that's a lot of episodes, bro. Like we put out <laughs> a lot of content and you know, some people, if you still rocking with us from the beginning, shout, shout out, to, out to y'all cause, uh, I know I, you know, there's been many times where it's like, all right, I don't really want to rock with y'all anymore. Probably because of something I said, which is (laughs) (laughs) totally understandable, Um, you know, and for those that have stayed, those that, you know, like the message, you know, shout out to y'all. We got a whole bunch of dope stuff coming. Uh, We want to start doing something new with the show as far as like breaking down um, something we're thinking of is doing is breaking down like other businesses and doing case studies on other entrepreneurs and Mm -hmm. businesses that have built businesses to you know success and kind of just getting into every one of those it's like you know uh, a really like we're studying them really like that's really what it is it's like it's going to feel it's not gonna feel like school but it's <laughs> like it's it's kind of the same intent where it's like to learn from other people's experiences right right so that's something we want to kind of start doing and i think that would be dope as well to kind of give a new dynamic mm-hmm. another dynamic at least to uh the show because you know we do a lot of these solo episodes a lot more frequently cuz i think a lot of people like that a lot more yeah um but that will be in a way a kind of a way to get in almost in like a head of, interview yeah no that, that's what
1: i'm thinking too because <sighs> Um, you, I know you've heard the saying before that success leaves clues. Yeah, and so basically, if you can study what a successful person has done, and like they may have had a TED talk, they may have had had an interview with somebody where they just kind of explain their thought process behind how they became successful, or the, the different pitfalls that they experienced and what they did to overcome them. And if you, if anybody's ever saw the show "Detail" by Kobe Bryant when he was, a uh, shout out to him, rest in peace. But he would do, do a pretty much entire dissection of the game. And so, that's similar to something that we want to start start doing is like how can we look at another business that they that when we see what they've been doing and figure out what the what was in the CEO's brain? Like the person that founded the company, how can you dissect what they were doing uh at the time when, when they first started and what their thought process was to get it to where it, where it is today? And like, if you can really study that enough, you can start seeing that the patterns, you can see patterns start to form as far as it's not so uncommon to have this thought process to lead to this result. And the more you see it, the more it's like reinforced, like this is the way to get to success.
0: Yeah. And I think there's a very um, there's something to be said for really getting into the minds of experts and understanding their thought process and their mental representations of how they get to their actions right what mm-hmm. leads you to do certain things in your business um or just in general right and because i think the best way to learn is by learning it's i think i think of I, a lot of the stuff i think about now when it comes to like thoughts and stuff is like related to chess because i've been reading a lot yeah. about that here yeah. and even when chess players learn how to play chess they learn by watching literally this is how they learn they will instead of playing chess themselves they will watch other grandmasters play chess.
1: Like that makes sense. Replays.
0: You will watch replays of their games, and they will pause after their opponent makes a move and try to say, anticipate what, what is the grandmaster going to do. right there. And then they will if it's not a- see if the grandmaster does that, cool, we're on the same lot uh, thinking. If the grandmaster doesn't do that, now I want to see why was the grandmaster, what was the grandmaster thinking? What was the grandmaster going to act like what was his reasoning for making this move now and now that forces me because i i didn't i didn't i didn't get the right answer now i have to look back and say Mm -hmm. okay why did he do that what what was his or her reasoning for making this move what am i missing what are they seeing that i'm not potentially seeing? and you're that way you're really able to get into the mind of that expert right Mm -hmm. that's that's literally how chess players learn to become grandmasters at chess that makes sense. by watching same way if i'm you know a uh nfl quarterback and i'm watching film i'm going to i'm not going to just watch the game as a normal game i'm pausing it mm-hmm. and i'm trying to see what would i do based off of this scheme or this situation that this defense is presenting everything in you know b- building a skill building learning something is always trying to learn from other people and that's what they call deliberate practice mm-hmm. is, learning from other people that have done it at a high level and understanding why do they do the things that they do and once i'm able to understand that then i can apply that to myself the best way to learn is through a mentor having them directly but if you (laughs) if you don't have that and you take the second best thing which is you know understanding what they did and trying to figure Mm -hmm. out why literally um it's so the
1: crazy thing about us is that we're on a similar journey. We have totally different businesses, totally different things that we're working on. Yeah. But we're kind of on the same wavelength on a lot of different things because you're <laughs> studying the chess and literally figure out the same exact concept. And I've been doing the same thing on my ends yeah. because I've been telling like my parents a lot of times, especially I've like over the past three months, I would say this has been something that's been really big on me. Is tr- understand, like whenever somebody presents something, like let's say somebody that's successful, I would say like... Um, Somebody you can consider a mentor, but they may but you like you look up to them, but they may not know you. Yeah. So it's like an influencer of some sort. They're there for a reason. Like they they're so my thought process automatically is that they are not there by accident. Right. So when I when they come on and present, I am studying not what they're saying, but how they're saying it and why they're saying it. Right. And because my goal is to figure out um how did you like whatever you're doing is what's what's actually working or something yeah so no whatever you're doing that's actually what's working and so i need to just study that so that's like the what you do, the first part you said where it's um like a diy i guess i can do it yourself and you figure it out by studying them right or you can just like become their personal uh, mentee and just like learn from them directly but um typically that comes at a cost as far as financially so a lot of people may not have the finances the finances but this is why this is going to be the importance of that new segment that we're going to start doing is let's learn how to dissect what people are doing and like why they're doing it right more rather than just what they're doing like let's not just be fans of them but let's actually study the game let's study what we're trying to succeed in and we'll see what, what that intentionality leads to and like what we're, how we're able to break stuff down as a result
0: yeah 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 and that's that's a bar because at the end of the day it's like we want to get into the game we don't want to continue to just watch these people and say like dang that's dope that's crazy you're right like you're gonna continue to see people coming up Entrepreneurs building businesses, people gaining skills, people making money, getting financial freedom. You should be trying to figure out how these people doing these things. People that are coming from similar situations as you, if not worse situations, um, and 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 making creating massive amounts of success. And I think you know, I'm just thinking of like that show uh, we talked about it last time, Undercover Undercover Billionaire. That's another Mm -hmm. great example of watching an expert, right? Watching someone. Uh, are learning from someone that's an expert, in, 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 actually, just because you know that's a way I'm able to kind of get into their minds. These are people that ha- have built success and they're coming back down to their grassroots and to being in the exact same situation I'm in mm-hmm. um, with no money, no contacts, nothing. And they're navigating how can I build that same success or similar success or build a million dollar business within this short amount of time, 90 days. I want to see exactly what they're doing. I would want to be dissecting everything that they're doing. Uh, because to me that there's no better way to learn. Like everything by the way, everything that you learn is like nobody is like a pioneer of anything. For the most Ooh, part. Oh, that's it. That's big. Nobody pioneered anything. You learn from people that learn from other people. Mm-hmm. And the, the 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 key difference is you add your unique style. You add your unique flavor to it that makes it your own strategy or your own methodology and now you can kind of brand that as yours because you added your own style and you could teach that and someone's not going to be able to learn it the exact same way as you did or whatever but they will take what they can from you take what they can from other people everyone just takes what you can from as many people as you can and you create your own unique style and flavor that makes sense to you that gives you good uh, mental representations of what you're trying to do and allows you to kind of You know gain success or expertise in whatever you want to do
1: no that's that's all the facts man because i i think about it in terms of um the people who understand this concept as far as like studying what somebody is doing or like why and how somebody's doing what they're doing rather than just what they're doing that person you have to understand that it's possible for myself too like it's possible for me to obtain the same level of success as they have It's just about I don't I'm not doing what they're doing so I need to study like this is the success I need so success is leaving clues about how they got there I need to go like reverse engineer it and figure out why did they do this so that way I can go implement it for myself at some point and then see if does this actually work Mm -hmm. uh for when I do it if it doesn't maybe I did something maybe I need to find something that that I need to correct and go study it again see. Okay, that's the, what that's that was the difference between what I did versus what they did. They did something a little bit different, got them a better result. Right. So now let me go back and restudy the game film, like you were saying earlier, and then go back and implement it the right way. And like that's kind of um, I think so. I think at the foundational level, the reason I was saying all that is because you have to first believe that you can get that same result. Yeah. Because without without that belief people always watch and say are just in awe of some celebrity or some influencer and just be like dang that's, that's dope i wish i could do something like that that means you don't even have a belief system that you can get there in the first place so yeah. that's gonna you're not even watching with intent to become that you're watching in awe and just like wishing that you could be that
0: yeah and you're just kind of living through right them right mm-hmm. which is it's, it's crazy i think the belief thing is very important understanding just in general like because one thing that I think um, I think a lot of people don't have is, like, I don't know if we talked about it last time, but, like, an excitement for what they do or mm-hmm. what they're trying to accomplish because they don't have that belief. Right. But the belief doesn't come until you know necessarily, again, what motivates you internally, whether it's you're trying to get to a certain place or you're trying to avoid a certain place. That's good. Right? Yeah. Then knowing, like, okay which which one of these like is going to motivate or give me the confidence to have a belief that I can do that like what like for me I know that building a certain life seeing a certain k- kind of life envisioning that life for myself motivates me to have that um belief that I can I don't know if this makes sense um uh, I'm trying to say it in a way that kind of connects the dots yeah but it's I know that for me, that's how I'm kind of motivated. Mm-hmm. Everyone has different motivations. We talked about it in a couple a couple episodes ago. I think so. With uh, you know, the pain of discomfort or regret. I know generally that regret is something that will motivate me, and I know that getting to a certain level will motivate me. And that alone, seeing progress as I continue to go through my um, journey and continue to elevate and what I'm doing that motivates me to continue to mm-hmm. keep going, right? And I wish I could sh- just give y'all the same feeling because <laughs> you would be able to understand it more. First. It's a certain feeling. I can't explain it without it just sounding like words. Even when I'm talking about it, it just sounds like it's going to sound like words to you. You might not internalize what I'm saying, but it's a certain feeling where, like, you wake up and you're excited to do something. Mm-hmm. It's a feeling that you need to have. If you don't have that feeling, it's going to be very difficult to. Continue to move forward. And you get that feeling by knowing again what motivates you. Right. So that's something that's very important to have to be able to develop that belief in yourself. Cause that's huge, man. I think a lot of people, you want to get financial freedom, but a lot of people don't really believe they can actually get it. They that's just kind of know it's out there mm-hmm. and they've seen other people do it, but they don't think they can actually do it. So what they do is they'll listen to podcasts, they'll read books, they'll try stuff, and they'll just be doing it just so they say they tried. Or that it can make them feel better about doing something that's making progress, like listening to a podcast, right? Listening to this podcast makes you feel like I'm getting towards financial freedom, right? When in reality, you can listen to us or you cannot. And unless you apply what we're saying or unless you apply anything, you didn't move any closer. Mm -hmm. You just gained something in your head. Um, And hopefully, you know, you got some entertainment out of this. Um, But generally, you didn't move any closer. So really understanding that, man... You need to have a certain feeling about achieving financial freedom, so that you can have that belief that you can actually do. It. I'm telling you, you, cannot do this unless you truly believe that you can. Nobody, you're not gonna. Here's the thing: nobody gets it just and and never truly believed it. Think about that. Like think, imagine like you never truly believe you could get it. You're just kind of like doing stuff, but you never truly believed that you could get it, right? So you would listen to podcasts, you would do this, you would. You know, but you never truly believe you would not get it. Right? Nobody gets financial freedom or any wealth just by thinking that, or having having a thought in their head that they might not get it. Why? Because your thoughts are going to dictate your actions, and if your thoughts aren't one hundred percent locked in in line, confident that you believe you can get this financial freedom or this wealth, your actions are going to be representative. Of mm-hmm. And what does your actions look like? It means doing stuff that's passive, like watching the podcast, reading books, and uh feeling like you're moving towards That's it right there those are going to look like your actions your actions aren't going to actually look like doing things that move the needle right cuz you don't truly believe you can you might say like yeah i'm going to do some work on my business but you're just doing busy work you're not doing the move the needle work cuz you don't actually truly believe that you can having that belief is so important and You gotta know what motivates you to find to figure out where that comes from.
1: Yeah, no, that was a long soliloquy. Nah, this about to be some more. (laughs) It's like this about to continue because that I kind of started piecing the, the pieces together in regards to what's going on with with like people that's listening but not actually taking action. So. Um, I think everything starts With the belief So like when we, I go go back to what We were talking about before Somebody sees an influencer And there's two types There's two types of people Somebody sees them And says I can be that And now I want to go study them yeah. And the other person That sees them And says That must be nice And they just And they kind of like Live vicariously Through that influencer yeah. So take it over Into the NBA Or the NFL You have fans That go out And they're excited Because it, now they're excited For their team to win They're excited To just be Be a part of the be a part of their journey, like they kind of identify their success with what's going on, like their, their individual success with the team success. The team win, I won. So you can even hear them in a barbershop shop saying, "Hey man, we we won today." It's a like we as in, as if they were on the team with yeah. them. They ha- they have their gratification by living through somebody else, and they that same things transfers over into the entrepreneurship world or whatever like whatever success you're trying to gain. Um, there's an influencer and instead of you believing that you can do it, like the, let's go back to NFL or NBA. Those fans don't believe that they can actually, uh, be on that field. Yeah. But they're okay with living through the people on the field. So same thing uh, with the influencers or with somebody that you see as successful in business. You are okay with not. Uh, believing that you can uh, achieve it, but because they're achieving something, you are—you feel good by association, by knowing that you've seen their journey unfold, right. or not seeing them get to success makes you feel more successful. But th- and that's the issue is that. You're not, so you're not watching them with intention Because of that Like you're just listening And you're excited to be a part You see like Your team is winning in this, in this situation You're Like your team is the influencer They're winning So you're winning It's the same exact feeling That you're getting Whether it's in sports Whether it's in entrepreneurship Because somebody else is winning You almost associate yourself With that winning But in reality You need to be looking at it And saying I can be that person yeah. And if you can be that person Then that means that now You need to be studying What they're doing If you were studying the NBA Studying the uh, NFL you might better your chances if you go start practicing what you studied. Yeah. Same thing with here. If you start practicing what they're doing, you can replicate their results, and that's the key. The key difference that's part of why a lot of people will listen to podcasts as a hobby rather than listening to it with intent to go figure out what to do with their business.
0: Right, and that's the that's the difference again between those that become experts and and successful versus those that never do is the fact that. Their actions and their intent behind what they're doing, right? I know that again, going back to the chess example, if I want to become a grandmaster, I can't just play chess, right? I have to study the experts and pause the videos, pause the game, <laughs> and figure out what move they're about to make and see if that correlates with mine. Why not? Because I want to say, like, oh, they made the move I would make, because I want to make the wrong move and then see them make a different move and figure out why they make that move. Because I know that's the reason, that's the way I'm going to learn, right? I'm not going to learn just by playing for fun, playing against, you know, other chess players, whatever. I'm not going to, I can play against a grandmaster. He could cook me and I didn't learn nothing. It's better if I just watch him. So to me, on having that understanding is, is, or having that intent behind whatever you're doing your actions is the most important thing don't just be doing things passively uh, truly understand your intent and your focus and your engagement behind the things that you're doing to get to where you want to get to and all of that is going to come from your, um, your, your the level of your belief and the strength of your belief if your belief and your conviction in what you're doing is at, is at 100% like it's like it's like this morning, like when we, when you came here and it was like, you know, I'm doing my whole, I was doing my thing over here. And it's like you you kind of was talking about how it's just like we know this is a matter of time right. before we get to where we're going to get to. Um, because we just know it's just like, a, like, again, it's a swagger that you got with it because you just know. And how do you know? How can someone see that in you? Because they see your actions. They see the type of effort and stuff. That you put, like you saw what I was doing, like you mm-hmm. saw the type of effort and commitment and stuff that I was going into. So, if you just, if someone passively doesn't know you anything like that, and they see the level of work, or they see, not even say, let's just see, they see you working, they see you doing, your, they can make an assen, assumption of where you're gonna go based off of you in that moment. It's like based off of how you're doing what you're doing, whatever it is you're doing, they can make an assumption based off of where they think you're gonna go. More than likely, they'll probably be right. Because if this is just a one-off instance where they just come in and you know they see you doing something, they're probably going to. It's uh, they're probably not going to be far off if they say, "Yeah, you're going to be successful." Or, yeah, this person probably won't be successful because they can see your actions. So, understanding that, having that, having that, uh, again, that, 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 that um, concentration behind that action, and having. It's just doing things with a purpose, man. That's it's not it. just doing yeah. things just to do things. That's the most important thing. We don't it, you can't just do things passively because you're not getting anything from that. Mm-hmm. You don't get anything from passively listening to this just for entertainment or even for education. You don't get anything from that. All right. You can
1: play. I think uh, you have mentioned something about like if you just do things without any intent, you're never going to actually become successful with it. Yeah. So same thing in regards to like I'm. you keep using an NBA example. You can go to the NBA game, watch the game and then go say, dang, that inspired me to go play uh, at the rec. But when you go to the rec, you're just happy to be there, and you're just and you're not really intentional about working on something that you saw that they did in the NBA game. You just go there because you just got the excitement. It's like, dang, that made me feel like playing basketball. Yeah, and but you're ne- you're not actually intentionally trying to get to a- another level in playing basketball you were just happy to go to the rec shoot some hoop with the friends and be done and it's just like all right cool I got that out of my system right. versus I went in here because I had intent on getting better so same thing with business if you see a, success, a successful business owner or somebody that you see growing in their business do you look at them and say that's that motivated me to go be intentional about growing mine or do you look at them and say dang that's, that's what's up I'm gonna go work on, I'm gonna go that made me, that made me want to go do some busy work in my business today or I want to yeah. go knock out a it's a low-level task just to say I did something today. Like so it's just a difference in mentality. I think going back to the whole point of it all, it starts with that belief system. And that that's really what allows you to wake up each and every day. I think I'm talking to guys at this point, especially mm-hmm. men. I think this is very important cut. And um I don't want to isolate like men or women, but I know for a fact just from my experience, this is something that a lot of men like really need to hear. Um at a young like especially in like early 20s you have to fi- figure out your purpose. You have to figure out what is like. What are you? Um. What's going to be your driving force each day when you wake up? Like when I say I woke up, I'm excited. I'm ecstatic about life. You have to figure out what that is, and that's usually going to be that. There's a driving factor for that. I think Alex mentioned earlier. Either you're driving towards some type of pleasure or some type of desire that you have in life, or you have something that you're trying to avoid, like something that like a worst case scenario that you are trying to get away from. And so your belief system has to be that either I'm not going to that bad place or I'm going to get the good place, like it's one or the other, but something has to be your driving factor. You can't just, uh, like idly have no driving motivation because that usually is released. So there's a, um, topic inside of, um, if anybody's read Outwitting the Devil, it's, um, by Napoleon Hill. He calls it a drifter. So pretty much a drifter is somebody that has no purpose or no passion for where they're going. They have no belief in what they can achieve. So like tying it all back into the belief system, you have to believe that you are capable of achieving more. You have to believe that you're capable of whatever that influencer or that so that uh, business owner is that's being be able to be successful, like identifying them and say, that's something, something I can do. That's my belief system now. That can get me out of my situation or that can allow me to get to a better situation. And so with that belief system now, that should allow you to wake up each day and saying, I'm moving closer towards that goal and my actions will be a, a representation of my belief system. And if you have that um that's like as your motivational factor each and every day when you wake up that's going to allow you to start pushing closer to- and towards that goal and being intentional about everything that you're doing.
0: Yeah, that's good. But you have to really know yourself. Like that's it cuz what motivates one person isn't going to motivate you. You have to know what motivates you specifically. Like what makes you What makes you go like is it getting like that worst case scenario or is it the potential of getting to that place really have that knowledge and self-awareness and generally that's something you'll know about yourself you'll see that in a lot of different instances in life Um, because I know you know just in my own experience I've always been motivated by the potential of getting to some place and the progress I make Mm -hmm. and the improvements I can see that always motivates me like to keep going to keep pushing. For other people, it's not going to be that. For other people, it's going to be like avoiding a certain situation or being yep. in that place where, like, yo, I can't let this happen. I can't get to that. I can't do like that's going to motivate them. Right. So truly understand what it is. Generally, it's going to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's going to lean towards one or the other as far as like your main motivating driving factor in your life. Um, and that's again. Again, it's just a feeling. I can't explain it in words because it's just going to sound like words, but it's a feeling. You'll know it when you do something and you feel like, oh, yes, I want to keep doing this. And I can see, like for me, how it usually looks is I'll do something. I'll make some progress in it. And then I can see, I envision how this specific thing can lead me to get my lifestyle or whatever that I really want to get. Mm -hmm. Like I'll see, I'll literally envision that in my head. And I, it becomes a very vivid yep. picture that I can in, like see so clearly. It's like I'm literally watching a movie That's in my head. It's so clear. That, again, that motivates me to continue to keep going as I see those improvements and as I see um, that progress. I'm very motivated by those kinds of things. Everyone needs to understand what you're motivated by.
1: And I think, yeah, putting that into like a practical example would help out, too, because... um. I know a lot of uh, guys, especially, like I said, this is it's, like, this is applicable to both. But I know for guys, it's this is real because like I think there's a thing called a financial clock. I've heard that from Steve Harvey before, like when you had to get your stuff together at some point and like really buckle down and take care of business. So um, there, I've seen I think I've even seen it with examples of our podcast guests. More times than not, when they find, because everybody didn't, like a lot of our podcasts, I guess that we bring onto the podcast, they did not start off successful. They did not start off with a silver spoon in their mouth. They didn't start off um, already having like a $1, thousand, $100,000 in the bank. They start off like just maybe middle-class or a little bit lower than that, grow up in the projects. Or, and at some point, they hit a situation that was so bad. Like they like they got to like the low point or like the, at, um, the the lowest point in their life to where that was now their motivational factor to move in another direction. And so for a lot of people, I know that may be, that could be any any sort of thing. That could be going bankrupt. That could be losing your job. That could be um, getting, a, so it's not necessarily like hitting rock bottom, but now you may say something like, I got a wife and kids or I bought my first house. All these different things give you a sense of responsibility. And so now you're, you have to increase your belief system about what you can provide for not only yourself, but for other people, or it could be just for yourself. And if you don't do it, there's a consequence to that. And now you may go back to the, you may uh, go to have a negative consequence, like uh, not being able to provide for your wife and kids, or you may not even be able to provide for yourself. And so now you may be homeless. And that like that could be a worst case scenario so now that yeah that can be some people's motivational factor i've seen a lot of people that say i'm not going back to where i came from because that's they, like they use that as their fuel to continue to drive them each and every day for some people your worst case scenario may be just living a normal lifestyle And so now you're, you have to figure out what motivates you in the positive sense. Like if you want to achieve financial freedom, maybe just be your driving factor. Like you see, you envision a lifestyle where you get to have a better life than working a nine to five each and every day, but you have to identify what that is for you and let that drive you each and every day. But that like, you have to have that. So I remember I used to always say, what's your why? This is essentially what that is. Just broken down a little bit more. And yeah, this
0: is really what that is. Really?
1: That is. It's like boiling it back down to that one word is just identifying the why and letting your belief system carry you each and every day by enacting on that why.
0: Yeah, man. And I think generally a good rule of thumb is the younger you are, I would say just because life hasn't really gotten away as much, generally it's not going to be as negative of things that motivate you. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that's always the case, but it's generally not as like I'm not doing something out of a fear. Right. I'm doing it out of, you know, kind of a hope. Mm-hmm. It's a difference in, in terms of motivation. It's just a way, if you're struggling with finding like what that motivation is for you, it's just a way to kind of search for it. But you got to know, it's a feeling that you get. When you get this feeling, that's when you should know, okay, that's the motivation. Right. It's a feeling when you get excitement about doing something, like what gave you that excitement? Mm-hmm. What was it that that kind of sparked that? What was it that? got that going that made you feel that kind of way about like this being the thing that can get me out of my situation or get me to a situation um and once you recognize that and you feel that inside of you then that's whenever (laughs) you know like okay that's my that's my motivation that's my why yep
1: and i think it's especially when you're younger it's good to see other you be exposed i think that's a key thing you have to start getting exposure to people that or people or situations or circumstances that are beyond your current environment. So let's say you are growing up, like for me especially, growing up in inner city Detroit, you don't necessarily see successful business owners that are just like living in the same areas as you. So you may not be exposed to that. That's the beautiful part about social media is that you can be exposed to any and everybody. It's like ultra wealthy or ultra poor. And so if you expose yourself to to like a lifestyle that you would desire, like build out your dream lifestyle. What does that look like? Um, It could be a million dollar mansion with having a Chevy Corvette, having a Rolls Royce and all that. Do you desire that? Or maybe you desire to just travel the world all the time, but figure out what is going to be something that you desire that's strong enough to get you uh, on a on a mission to get there. Because once you have the initial desire to of like uh, what, what to pursue, now you can start. Figuring out what's gonna, what can you do that's gonna start helping you get to that point. Whether it's gonna be um, building a business, whether it's investing in real estate, whether it's uh, working with the financial markets like stock markets and stuff, whatever that is, you have to figure out what is going to help me get to that ultimate destination. And once you figure out that that one as you that you had that gives you the belief that you can get there, that's going to be the one that you need to hang on tight to and start having the repetitive reps, going each and every day and just and getting better at it. Because what's gonna happen is that now you're gonna start seeing results from um, whatever that vehicle may be. And when you start seeing the results, that's gonna give you more confidence that this is actually gonna happen. And once like that's gonna so your your initial belief leads to action that and that gets a small result that small result is now going to give you more belief which leads to more action it's going to get you a bigger result it's going to continue to repeat until you actually end up getting the ultimate result yeah and so you have to break it down like that but you had to figure like i said yeah start with the destination and figure out what vehicle that's going to be that's going to get you there and just take action from there
0: yeah man it's just compounding your confidence at the end of the day yep so But yeah, man, I think that was a very um, good conversation. Um, What we'll do is uh, wrap up the show. Do we have a question this week?
1: I got one uh, left over, so let's make sure we get get on that one. Uh, How can I be successful? Um, How can I follow the path that someone
0: else has laid for me to be successful? successful? Ask the Monopolizers.
1: I don't know how to say her name. So this came from uh, Kaya Ryan um, on Instagram. She says... If my main goal is to become financially free, how necessary do you think a college degree is? Not necessary. (laughs) Yep. I mean, straight up answer is definitely not necessary because I got two degrees, a mechanical engineering master's and an engineering physics bachelor's. I was telling everybody at the conference I went to that I'm not using either one of those by any means right now. So it's not necessary and we're still on a path to financial freedom.
0: Right. So, I mean, my... I was able to get level one financial freedom, not doing anything with my degree. So, you know, I use it for, as far as my nine to five, I was civil engineer, but that was like to feel, you know, my Mm -hmm. lifestyle, as far as being able to get a house hack and doing certain things like that to that degree. Yeah. It's a benefit as far as getting you a good paying job. If you have a good degree to be able to use to, you know, to supplement, to supplement Mm -hmm. what you really want to do, like if you want to buy real estate or whatever, it's beneficial. I would only say I wouldn't say it hurts. It can help, but I would right. say the 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 benefit is very. What is the word? It's 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 a diminishing return. I would say that it's a good as far as initially. If you have a good degree to be able to get it to leverage to buy, you know, uh property or something like that, so you can house hack or something right. like that. It's beneficial then, but beyond that. It literally becomes useless. So and a, even, you don't even need to get a good degree to be able to get a good paying job. Right. So,
1: And I'm going a, I'm to a target two words. It's like There's benefit and there's necessary. So she asks, how necessary do you think a college degree is? And so for necessary, I'm going to continue to say it's not necessary. Is it a benefit? Yeah. It'd be beneficial because you may be able, to, be able to get a higher paying job and um, now you'll be able to get like pace your way a little bit faster. You can ju- use it as leverage. It is absolutely not necessary though because I don't, I didn't need those degrees to do what I'm doing right now. And I could have done the same thing. It may have been a little bit tougher because you may not have as mess- much access to finances, but you can still be resourceful. So that's why I said it's not necessary, but it may be a benefit. Yeah.
0: It's college degrees in general are a becoming less and less valuable as time goes on just due to the access to information out here so yep. you know information is available to anyone to make money to do these things and you can even get high-paying jobs today without degrees at in tech in different industries you can get high-paying I'm jobs developing a skill yeah developing a skill that <laughs> about that are more important that's much more important than having a degree so companies are realizing that and uh you know, I would say, I can guarantee you probably whenever I have a kid, I'm not going to be pushing college on them. That's not, <laughs> no, we're definitely not. I'm not going to, I'm going to say if you want to go, you can go, but it's not going to be where It's like, you have to go to college like it was for me. Like mm-hmm. that's not even going to be a, a thing in freaking 20 years. Mm. You're right. Maybe 30. Mm. <laughs> mm. So, um, but yeah, that is, uh, I think all we have for as far as questions. Oh, yeah, now if we, you do have any questions. Definitely message us on Instagram at Money Monopolizers with your questions, and we'll answer them there. But uh, yeah, that's a wrap on episode 150. That is it for this episode. If you... Sorry. That is it for this episode of the Money Monopolizers podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you... Bro. New episodes are brilliant. (laughs) You may got
1: distracted. Your boy, back Dude, that
0: freaking threw me (laughs) off. That is it for this episode of the Money Monopolizers podcast. New episodes will be released every Thursday and will be available on Apple Podcasts spotify and youtube just search money monopolizers wherever you listen to podcasts we hope you enjoyed this episode if you did we'd appreciate if you rated us five stars and left us a review on apple Podcasts. you can also find out more info about us on ig at money monopolizers we post informative content on there that'll keep you engaged so just be sure to check that out and share those posts but until then we are out of here you've been listening to the money monopolizers podcast helping you take control of your financial destiny learn more about how you can be in control of your money, visit MoneyMonopolizers.com. We'll catch you next time when Alex and Marlon share more personal finance and wealth creation tips with you. Now it's time to take action.